0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlanas once again. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast. Last week, we did part one of our theme for 2021, which is entitled, What Shall I Do For Thee? God is saying to you right now, what can I do for you? I want you to visualize him asking you that right now. That's spiritual, that's physical, that's financial. I am excited about this, and I've been writing my partner's a letter on every month, and I'm going to do it for the whole 12 months, my partner letter. But this is just part one and part two. We're hitting the highlights of this, and it's time for you to get blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out. But it can't happen unless you ask God. So let's do part two right now. What shall I do for you? How do you know you're going to have it? Persistency. Write this down. Persistency in asking never fails to open the floodgates of God's power to you. Persistency in asking never fails to open the floodgates of God's power to you. It's like a child. I Have a cookie. No, no, you can't get That's gonna going ruin your supper. And I got a cookie. And anyway, then mama, ma 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 ma. My, my, that's the why you get so mad, you give them the jar. Here, that's the floodgates. That's why grandparents are so wonderful to grandkids. We open up the floodgates. We don't care. Why? Because they're not sleeping at our house. We send them home with a sugar high. It's called payback. How many grandparents know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so bless that God persistency in asking never fails to open the floodgates of God's power to you. So I'm very persistent about what shall I do for you? I, he tell, I tell it, and it make people mad. Well, excuse me, he ain't asking you, he's asking me. You may want something different. I don't have a problem with that. That's your business. Is that what you want? When we go out and eat a lot, uh, Kevin and Kathy said, "I mean, we go out and eat a lot." Kevin likes certain things. He always order me too. Well, he used to order the same thing. Like if he orders soup, he's gonna say this: "I want some extra broccoli and white onions." And I see that sometimes I look at the waiter. They go, "White onions." I wonder if the guy goes and says, "We don't quite have white onions. We got kind of brown onions." But you know, that's what he wants. Guess what he gets? He gets it. Sometimes I order stuff. Kathy said, I don't like that. I said, okay, you didn't order it. (laughs) Sometimes she'll put a dress on or something. I don't like it. Oh, she get mad about that. I'm sorry. I don't like it. Well, you should like it. You don't have no taste. Now, don't get nasty. (laughs) Don't get nasty. I don't like that tie you're wearing with that well. Don't look. <laughs> but I don't think it fits. I don't care. It's out of style. I don't care. That's it, not hard, ladies and gentlemen. I just got something on I wanted. The other day I put on. I'm gonna wear it one Sunday. Oh, I look good. Said I love it. Kathy go. Oh Lord, you look like a Las Vegas entertainer. I said I used to be one, Mama. <laughs> My God, you look at you on, on the stage. Oh, well, what's wrong with that? Yeah, but you know you you got a dignified look, Jesse. You got white hair. You, you know you're supposed to, you know, dark colors. I like dark colors. But well, I like other colors. Wait, I, got, I bought me some jackets that you're going to have to put sunglasses on to watch me. And if you don't like them, that's okay. <laughs> I do. Right. Persistency in asking never fails to open the floodgates of God's power to you. Now, I'm going to give you another point and I want you to write this down. It's very, very important. See, this is the theme. I'm setting this thing. Are you thinking about what shall i do for thee are you putting it in your mind spirit phys- physically and financially don't let fear of choosing make you choose nothing don't let fear of choosing make you choose nothing and you'll gripe about it all day long all year long i don't know why they got that well you didn't choose it do not look like I'm ever going to get married. Let me help you. Choose. If you're waiting for somebody perfect, it ain't going to happen. See, Grace saw Jonathan and she had to choose. And he's a New York boy. He's always sticking his chest out. But it worked out good, didn't it, Grace? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Choose. You're not going to find everything perfect. Because you see, a date really, you don't really know what that girl looks like. You just think you do. She's covered up with makeup. Wait till you see her without the makeup, without the eyelashes, without the eyebrows, without the lips red or pink or or gloss. What they call that, she's shining and she comes out. You go, oh, what happened? in an old house coat, scratching herself. And she looks at and goes, I'm ready. Uh, I'm not. Uh, what happened? What happened? Look at the men. Boy, have we experienced that. Don't. Don't let fear of choosing make you choose nothing. So many people do that. And God is saying it. He's been saying it since he created us. What shall I do for thee? Write this down. I don't know is sometimes an excuse to just stay where you are. That's why people are not blessed, spiritually, physically, and fine. Aren't you glad you came this morning? Listen to me, I'm, I'm I'm setting the agenda for your life. I don't know, it's sometimes an excuse, I told you before, it limits you, but it's an excuse to just stay where you are. Let me help you, pick and stick. Pick it and stick to it. Pick, stick. Most people that buy a house is not looking for what they need. They're looking for what they want. So pick and stick. Let me say it again. I don't know is sometimes an excuse to just stay where you are. Pick and stick. Put up Psalms 84 verse 11. Put that up there, boys, if you don't mind. Normally I just quote it, but I got it there. But when you read it, it's God speaking to you. Psalms 84, you got it up there, boys? Psalms chapter 84, that'll help you out. Verse 11, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. Watch this. The Lord will give grace and glory. Watch this now. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I don't know, it's sometimes an excuse to just stay where you are, pick and stick, man. God's saying, here, my warehouses are full, spiritual, physical, financial. Let me give you a double portion of the anointing. You want miracles in your ministry? I'll give it to you. You want healing in your ministry? You want want the gift of discerning of spirits? I'll give that to you. You want the nine fruits, the fullness of the Godhead, Bible, you want the Bible from Genesis, the Revelation? Do you want to own everything? I'll give it to you. Just ask. Pick and stick. I picked Kathy and I stuck to her. She picked me, she stuck to me. I've changed since she's married me. Yes, yeah, you heard her say that. Yes, yeah, she, she has too. So what? That's called life. Well, she's not as pretty as she used to be. Well, look at the pictures. Go get the picture. You ain't a good looking. You ain't as good as you were too. We all started. Look, all these men with no hair. They started out with hair. Nothing wrong with being bald. Actually, it's more. It's fashionable. People that have a full head of hair cut their hair off and just shave it. That's fine if that's what you want. I mean, hey, I don't care. Pick and stick. I like that. I wish I could say I thought of that, but that's my daughter Jody's statement. Pick and stick. I said, Jody, I I, got to use that. Oh, Jesus. Let me say it again. I don't know is sometimes an excuse to just stay where you are. But Psalms 84, verse 11, put that back up there, Psalms 84, verse 11. For the Lord God is a son. I mean, he's bright and a shield. I mean, now that's protection. The Lord will give grace That's and glory. Good God, man. That the glory is the money and the grace is the ability to spend it. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I'm trying brother Jesse where the problem is you're not doing the next you you, you actually let me just give you the next point then you'll, I'll answer it. Don't let critical people steal your joy or sideline your faith. Don't let critical people steal your joy and sideline your faith. People will do that. I'm not going to let them sideline me. And they'll say well, who you think you are? Well, sit down. I, I have, I'm going to tell you who I am. I hope you have a lot of time because I'm a lot of stuff. Because I am that I am. Christ in me, the hope of glory. So now I got to explain to you God all. I got to explain to you God and all his wonderfulness even before I get to me because he's in me first. You see what I'm saying? So don't let critical people steal your joy or sideline your faith. <laughs> but Jesse, how, how do you make it work? You must awaken your conscience to believe above people's objections. Write that down. You must awaken your conscience to believe above people's objections. Remember this, God will overrule their objections. He'll overrule. You know, judges do that all the time. Overrule. I object. Overrule. Uh, we said this the other day was so funny. We were out eating and uh, this is before all this technology came in. <laughs> I wanted to go to Wall Street and I have a friend of mine named Dan and Ann Stratton. Dan, it was, a, he, was he, he, he worked in the pits, the oil pits where they uh, buy and sell uh, oil trading. He was a trader. He said, he said, Jess, you want to go? And this is many, many years ago. I said, yeah, well, Jerry Savelle was with us. So, you know, I thought, well, you know, these guys dress up, so we so we dressed up pretty nice, you know, we were walking. And, and 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 we we had a we had a right to be there because we were with Dan, who's a trader. He was trading in the pits, trading oil. I like watching now. And you, you there was an old movie called Trading Places. anybody ever seen that? That's the funniest thing ever uh, who is that with uh Dan Aykroyd and uh yeah, Ernie Murphy, and I mean, you, you see them guys drinking Maalox, uh, screaming, A-a-a-a-a-a-a! I man, paper flying, and you see them in the drink. they got ulcers, that's true. Now, now they don't do that now, now they do everything through technology, just pressing buttons. So we go, now you got to have a name tag. So we had a guest, but the guy didn't see it. There was a God. let me show you, how the devil knew that me and Jerry Savelle were there because we are full of the anointing of God and we are very blessed people. And all the money Satan has belongs to me, belongs to you. He's a thief. So he gets nervous. There was a guy there, and I mean, they screaming and hollering, and I mean, doing all that kind of. And I'm watching. I'm thinking, "Wow, man, these guys—they they, going to need prayer." They, I, I tell Gary, I'm telling you, Gary, I mean, you can hear him, eh, 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 just, just screaming and hollering. All of a sudden, we hear this clear voice: "Satan objects! Satan objects! Satan objects!" And it kind of shut down. I what we said, "Wow," and there was a guy. His name tag was Satan. He said, who are those two men? See, that devil knew we were there. See, that is the financial center of the world. This, you see what I'm saying? Satan objects, hey, because now he's scared. We got two guys that know how to get it out of his hand seven times and get his furniture and his house. He went to screaming. We looked around and Satan objected. Me and Jerry said, ooh, we got the devil mad. I said, Jerry... That devil, no, we're here. Who are these men? Move them up, get them out. See, scared. Why? Because we haven't an awakened a conscious. We have awakened our conscious to know what is ours. See, for you to understand this thing, what shall I do for thee? You have to awaken your conscious to know what is yours. You see what I'm saying? Let me say it again. You must awaken your conscience to believe above people's objections. God will overrule their objections. People object to me having a home. They object to me this and that. They're always objecting something. God just overrules it. You can't have that. Well, Jesus said I could. Now, either you lying or God lying, I pick you. Because God's not man that he can. Don't complicate this. You see what I'm saying? Write this down. God always gives in overflowing. Why? Because one of his names is more than enough. El Shaddai, more than enough. Why are you just asking for enough? Because you think you're being humble. Let me help you. Don't get mad at me. You're being stupid. And you think, and the church is allowing it to happen. And you're struggling with something you don't need to struggle at all, spiritual, physical, or financial. I'm just telling you what God said. God always gives an overflowing. Don't cap off the goodness of God with limited thinking. Don't cap off the goodness of God with limited thinking, limited faith, or limited words. If you want to understand what shall I do for thee, get away from limited thinking, limited (laughs) faith, and limited words. Well, you know, faith doesn't work like that because your faith is limited. Mine's unlimited. Uh-huh, you think you're, what Hebrews 11 says. Now faith is the substance of things, hope for the things not seen. If God was, oh thank you, Holy Ghost. If God was still writing Hebrews 11, my name would be in there, Kevin. What do I say of Samson and Barak and Abraham, Moses, your name would be in there, Kevin. Our name would be in there if he was still writing Hebrews 11. Your name would be in there. You notice I've never stopped believing for coming to church to be debt-free. Why? I will not limit myself to that. I don't care how long. Who don't want it yesterday? Everybody wants it yesterday. Common sense. But that that doesn't make any difference. Do you know if you do diet, you will lose weight? It may take longer than you like, but son, you're going down. You are going to lose that weight. It's going to happen. But you can't do it eating a donut and drinking skim milk because it's less calorie. <laughs> that don't work. God always gives an overflowing. Don't cap off the goodness of God with limited thinking, limited faith, or limited words. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to take the limits off. God is unlimited, and so should you. Remember, God is more than enough. He's not just enough. He's more than enough. He always gives in an overflowing measure. I call it like a, a spiritual tsunami, a blessing. My God, think about that. Now, when Elisha told that woman, what shall I do for thee? That, that widow woman had to be prepared to receive. See, she had to be prepared to receive. He said, what do you have in the house? Well, my God, she said, I don't have much. It don't take much, you see, when you take the limits off of God. Not only do you need to be prepared, you need to be persistent in your asking. I'm going to say it again. You need to be persistent in your asking. Or I'll, I'll let My daughter said this, pick it and stick to it. Or pick and stick. That's what I love. That is such a blessing. This is what I want, Lord, spiritual, physical, financial. And Jesus said, what things ever when you pray, believe that you receive what things ever you desire. And that's what it's all about. But you can't get any of it. You don't talk to God. I said it, and I love this book I wrote many years ago, Wanting a God You Can Talk To. And I mean, it will bless you and minister life to you. If you'd like to get it, just go to JDM.org for all the information, and you will be blessed. I'm telling you, I wanted a God that I could talk to. And I'm going to tell you something. I talk to God every day. We have a lot of conversations. You know, people ask me all the time, how long do you pray? Well, I, I do more conversation with God than I do praying. And I mean that, but it... I guess that's a type of prayer when you're having conversation. It's a blessing. We've got a question the other day, and I appreciate people sending me wonderful questions, and I'd like to answer this question if I can. It comes from a man named CJ in California. He asked this, Can you please explain the apparent contradiction between Romans eleven twenty nine, 29, where it says that God's gifts are irrevocable, and Matthew 25, verse 29, that if you don't use your talent, it will be taken away from you. How do these two verses reconcile? That's a great question, CJ. First thing first, God will not break your will. The gift is still there. You see? And he said, would it be taken away? Why, why is it taken away? Because you don't use it. It lies dormant. See? Nothing will happen to it. Like people say, well, you know, God don't, uh, God, a loving God will never send anybody to hell. There are a lot of people in hell that God loves. But he didn't send them there, they sent themselves. So yes, the gifts and calling God are without repentance. That's true. But when you understand, you can't just go, God gives you gifts and you just can't go in the world and start living like a devil from hell and expect God gifts to work for you. Even though they're still there, how can you reach God if you're not reaching out to him? You're not living for him. Even though the gift is there, you're just not using it. You see, you understand what I'm saying? Let me say it again. Even though, my God, the gift is there, it's irrevocable. But if you're not living for Jesus, you can't walk in that pathway. So that's not God. It's you. And he said, if you don't, it'll be taken away. Why? Because you take it away yourself. CJ, I hope I helped you right there. Bless God. I wish I had more time to explain it. My Lord, I'm just enjoying myself today. Kathy's coming right now with some great glorious moments. Take it away, Kathy. Bless people. Bless the Lord. Bless me. Watch and be blessed.
1: Thank you for watching Glorious Moments. I love sharing the testimonies that you send to us because it gives the world an opportunity to see that our God is glorious. You know, Deuteronomy 32, verse 3 and 4 in the NLT says, I will proclaim the name of the Lord. How glorious is our God. He is the rock. His deeds are perfect. Everything he does is just and fair. He is a faithful God who does no wrong, how just and upright he is. Now, that's a powerful message that must be proclaimed around the world. And I want to do that today with two healing testimonies. The first one is from Washington. and says, Listening to you helped me greatly through a long bout of gout. I knew I was healed, and you helped me focus on that until the symptoms disappeared. All praise to Jesus. I am 71 and rejoicing in Psalm 103. The word is renewing youth and the hope of glory in me. Love that. You know, we rejoice with you and thank God for his goodness and his faithfulness. This next healing testimony is from Alabama, and it proclaims how glorious our God is. It says, I was diagnosed with colon cancer that spread to the liver. Listening to the messages that God has given you strengthened my belief that God had already healed me and made me whole. I just needed to continue to believe trust, and speak the word of God. I received the results of the CT scan, which revealed that there was not any cancer present in my body. Praise God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. May God continue to bless Jesse Duplantis Ministries. I pray that you've been blessed by these testimonies and have been encouraged to believe God for your glorious moment. Through the many outreaches of JDM, the name of the Lord is being proclaimed throughout the world. Jesse and I are so thankful to God for our faithful partners who generously give their precious seed to help us reach people and change lives one soul at a time. God bless you.
2: What shall I do for thee? God wants to do something for you. Ask, ask big. Put your faith towards something and believe. Do that and watch God do something impossible, something unbelievable, just for you. Don't limit God. He is more than enough and always gives an overflowing measure. Nothing is impossible with God. So what do you want God to do for you? Start now and believe big in 2021.
0: Now, what makes a person a great person is vision.
2: The only way that physical eyes are going to see it, that you must see it with your spiritual
0: eyes. Don't try to reconcile sense and faith. See, faith goes beyond the intellect. Jesse Duplantis's 2021 Visionary Conference. Throw away your clock. Gotta put the time on that thing, and it'll come quicker than you think. You are a winner going somewhere to win. The 2021 Visionary Conference, July 15th and 16th. Register online today. I hope you're enjoying the program because I enjoy coming into your home and preaching this gospel, but I couldn't do it without our faithful financial partners. I can't say that enough. I'm telling you, you partners have been so courteous and kind. You send in that wonderful seed and 100% of it, I said it last week, I'll say it again, 100% of it goes in the world of evangelism. We're totally, completely debt-free and nothing too small and nothing too big. You know, I, you know I'm getting up in age, look, at my hair is kind of white. <laughs> not, it's not kind of white, it is real white, and yet I got great, I mean, God keeps giving me projects and energy. I even my own staff said it's hard to stay up with you, boss. You know what? We are reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. How do we do that with your faithful financial support? Nothing. I mean, nothing too small, nothing too big. We got multi-million-dollar projects on my desk now. Think about that. And God has been so good and gracious. And without you, we could not do it. So together, I'm believing for a hundredfold return for you. The anointing of increase, listen to me, it's on me and on my ministry. It's on my ministry and it's on me personally. And I want it and it is coming. And if you hadn't got it yet, it is coming to all those partners. Every one of you, I mean, I believe in that with every fiber of my being. Also for your March partnership, you can get my message. God has a hard time saying no. Listen, all the resources I'm offering today are going to bring you great success in asking and receiving from God this year. What are you saying? That's the theme. What shall I do for you? He doesn't want to say no to you. He does it. He does it. I can't say it enough. I get excited about it. So the art of this, God has a hard time saying no. Go to JDM.org. That's our website. And get that message. It will bless you and minister. I'm telling you, he has a hard time saying no, and so do I. God want to bless you in the city, in the field, going in and going out. You understand? Every which way, shape, or form. Don't worry about where you live, what country you're in, or the economy of your nation, the economy of your state, if you're in America or overseas. Live by your giving. I don't make a living, ladies and gentlemen. I make a giving, and from my seed comes my harvest. And not just enough to get by. The overflow, overflow, pressed down, shaking together, running over. We pray that every day for our partners. Me and Kathy, we call, we call these partners and say, Jesus, hundredfold, because they love your kingdom. And I know many of you send money that you, pop, you probably need, but you need more than what you have in your hand. You need a harvest. And let me tell you something. Their seed always has great power. Great power. The reason why sometimes people don't receive it's in the wrong soil. Make sure the soil is fertilized with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. With the power of God's word and God will honor you. What shall he do for you in 2021? What shall he do? Ooh, I can't help myself. I'm enjoying myself. Now, next week, Kathy and I have a special message for you from our boardroom to share. And until then, we are praying for you. And you don't want to miss that one. That's going to be a good one. Jesse's saying, I love you. I really do. See you again. God bless. Bye-bye.
2: Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. JDM is continuing to provide new faith-based content meant to strengthen your relationship with God. You can find weekly messages from Jesse and Kathy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries.
0: I wish everything was easy, but it's not. The crucifixion was not easy. The hardest thing Jesus ever did was to have your sin placed upon him. But he knew, he knew his father's voice, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So because he knew that voice, he would go to that cross and pay the price that we should have paid.